friend Mary Magdalene. Who is not a whore. Who is definitely a whore. <laughs> That's joining a whore. us this week to, uh, she's coming into the Misery Loves Company family officially. I've actually been pestering her for weeks and months to do this. And I, I'm going to say, I don't think she really wants to be here. I think this is just to get <laughs> Well, I um, just thought you'd go on forever. So I just might as well get it over and done with. I mean, yes. quite wise, Mary. Quite wise, because this bitch is a fucking Rottweiler. Uh, otherwise, um, it would have just got to that space where I was just avoiding her. So, yeah. You know. 100%. And I Aww. mean, you'd be justified, but also, you know. Yeah. And then you got me to commit whilst I'd had quite a few beverages in me. Yeah, I did. Which was quite sneaky of you. But that's, me- that's dubious consent. Oh my gosh, dubious Sheldon, we discussed this the week before and I said, I'm going to a party at Mary's house at the weekend. She'll have a few drinks and I'll ask her then. She'll have to agree. And you went, oh, yeah. yes, do that. <laughs> do exactly that. She's not my friend. I'm not responsible <laughs> for this. I'm just a, I'm just a, not yet anyway, Mary. Um, but like, um, we just met. We just met. But, um, you know, I feel like this one's on you. Yeah, no, obviously it's on me. You know, really <laughs> but it's because me and Mary have been friends since I was 17, so 13 years of friendship now. Oh my god. And Aww. her stories are genuinely the best. Like, they're some of my <laughs> favourite stories. We lived together for a few years, and I just, some of my like funniest memories are just standing in her bedroom doorway. I wasn't allowed in, of course, no one was allowed into her room. <laughs> it was her sanctuary. Um, <laughs> but just standing at her doorway and just her regaling me with tales of what she got up to that weekend. We're not going to go with any of them tonight. No, of course go, we're oh. not going with the Golden Oldie. We're going with the Golden Oldie, which I'm going to say, I don't want to overhype it, Sharon, because I'm... Did I'm, we talk about this already then? Yeah, you did tell... Well, I think if it's the one you you spoke about before, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, yes, and I've been dying to tell you what it is, Sharon, but, oh, it's just too good. It's I've had to really face. break over my memory as well today, because it was quite a few years <laughs> it ago. It was a while now. ago. Um, but then, obviously, whilst I was driving here, I come from South End, so I passed the... <laughs> The, the place. place where the place. Oh. it all. So oh I've had to gosh. really break through my memory today and get it, the order of events correctly. Cause, like I said, it was a while back. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for this. I'm genuinely just... So, this You're... is why I've been so persistent because it is a great story. Okay. The same way that your favourite story it's that you like to tell everybody is how my ex catch caught me masturbating come on it's the best oh the monkey hunch the monkey hunch hunch, yeah this is one of my faves of mary so what do we call him by the way barry barry Barry. because i think you might have been your one of your first date nights with barry that this occurred on no oh yes you turned up and you went don't make a big deal out of it don't ask me anything about it right at the beginning of the night no that was a different guy oh that was baldy oh all right okay that was a good one. There's been so Baldy many and Barry. I can't keep up. Baldy and Barry. How dare you? Oh my to be God. fair, I've been thinking about making some sort of file of facts or like yeah. cheat sheet. <laughs> because hey, apart from Barry, we've got and I do forget. Done, so you can keep them all in order. Oh, yeah. Need a little, like, you know, a little um, address card, recipe yes. card box. Like, Roll oh, yes, I remember him. He was a fine vintage. Okay, that's yeah. enough. That's fine now. Okay, that's fine. Because. Let's, let's not oversell it here, guys. The majority of my stories are of failures. Like, they're not successful. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. Means. 
So really, you don't need to remember their names because I barely do. Mm. So, <laughs> why are you worrying about keeping it straight? Yeah, yeah, you're bad right. Because yeah. when totally I right. come back to mock you about them, yeah, I've got to have an idea of who they were. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, I mean, yeah, that actually leads on quite well to what I was up to last week. So, I haven't told you this yet, Mary, but I went on a date on Saturday. Oh, Ooh. yes. And I had an incredibly positive date experience. Oh. It's a really great time. He was very funny. He wasn't my type at all, but I thought I'll go for it. What are we calling him? Oh. Uh, Bletchley. Bletchley. I don't know. Yeah, well, it was fairly posh. Um, so Bletchley will do. Um, so, yeah, we went out on Saturday night. We had quite a few drinks. We were there for a few hours. We just ordered another round of drinks. And then he got a call from his mum saying that his nan had had a fall. And I just sort of went, ah, was that your get out of jail free? Cool. Like, <laughs> he was like, oh, I'm really sorry. I promised I didn't want it to like, end like this. Well. And I'm like, yeah, sure, okay. Like, do you know what? I'm going to take you on your word because we've had a good time. And I feel like you've. Like, you've had a good time, and blah, blah, blah. And then he was coming from Rayleigh, really, so he got the train into town. So I walked him back to the station. He kissed me goodbye and was like, look, let's hang out next week. Like, I'd really like to see you again. And I was like, obviously, I'd like to see you again, too. Um, he said, let's go out for dinner on Thursday. And it's like, oh, do you know what? Let, let's discuss it tomorrow. You know, like, get home, do your business, whatever else messaging him a little bit that night but not too much and then in the morning I sent him a text just like saying good morning like how's your nan doing and I've not heard a thing from him oh no and you're just kind of like what can a girl do this bitch like he had all the good signs he was he had all the good signs he was he was keen without being needy now I've just got radio silence and I got to a really awful point during the week I'm not ashamed to admit it. Where I'm gonna say maybe Sunday night, Monday morning, it's like, oh, I kinda hope his nan has died. Oh, not <laughs> not as like not as But that is the only excuse, yeah, isn't it? Like, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. I kinda hope it's like cause it was cause do you know when you You, you should have texted like, that. You should have texted that. Your nana better be dead. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't you know when you don't kind of wanna like almost admit to yourself yet that you had a very different experience to the other person yeah. that you were very wrong mm. you were mm. like no we had a great time we really you know we really got we, we hit it off blah 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 fucking didn't so I mean I'm over that thought now because I think he's just ghosted me did you just message him the once no I messaged him twice oh, okay. but the second one and I literally did... I was I was texting <laughs> Freud about something else I think and I was like how's it going with the guy I still not heard from him and in the space of about 30 seconds I had text from you saying yeah but it's over now I'm not gonna text him no I'm definitely not gonna text him I text him it's too late it happened and I was like what happened in that time I never replied. I don't know what your thought process was to go from so deadpan, like, no, I'm not going to get in touch, to, like, yep. Yeah. I've sent him a ranty text. It wasn't ranty. Ranty. Oh. With a T. <laughs> The podcast dedicated to those moments in life so embarrassing, pathetic, frustrating that the only solace is that they make a good story. We are your hosts, Chardon. And Freuda. 
And our guest, Mary, of course. Yes. Get closer to the mic. We need no, to make sure we don't lose any of this audio. <laughs> Take your time. I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh, I put you on the spot. I'm like, watching. It's quite the thing is the thing is, Sheldon. It's quite a story. So you have to oh, I'm excited. With me and jeer me along if I'm taking too long. No, that's fine. You don't want to. You don't want to spaff it too early. You know, you've got to keep some of it back. <laughs> that slow build to the good story. So I'm excited. I'll, I'll give you a bit of background leading up to uh, what then became. <laughs> I'm not that ashamed of it, if I'm honest. But Good. It's, still, it's still wrong, but I'm not that ashamed of it. But I'll give you some background. <laughs> I've been separated from my husband a couple of years, maybe. Um, but my husband's best friend is married to my best friend. Oh, right. Okay? So we still had interaction to a degree. And the two guys were in a band together. So my ex-husband and his best friend were in a band together. And um, it also happened to work with my ex-husband's best friend as well. So right. relations between us were still... I don't want to lead anyone down the wrong path here. Nothing happened with him. I'm putting that out there right now. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I'm trying to say is our social circles were still mixed. Even yeah, we you're going to be chucked together. And they were in a band of... together. Yeah, exactly. So we're in a band together and they were they were doing a gig, right? And my, my boss was like, you've got to come, you've got to come. Other people from work were going. So I had to go, blah, 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 blah. But just to add to it, my ex-husband, we were still married but separated at the time, but his new girlfriend was also in the band. Oh, my God, right. Okay, so... Um, That's so, a bit like your boss would be like, he just come watch your husband and his new girlfriend singing exactly, a song. Be like, it was... It was uh, rough for a few years. It was, it was rough for a few not. years until he did me a favour and left the country. But, um, <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah. Excellent. So, so I knew I was single. I stayed single for quite a long time after we separated. So I was single and he had this new girlfriend and they were all in a band together. And my boss was pressuring me, you've got to come, you've got to come, you've got to come. And so it, what, it happened to fall on my birthday weekend. Ugh. So I just thought, right, okay. Who's going to be there? So I had a scout through the people that I knew was going to be there. And there was one of, like, their friends, so my exes and my boss's friends, that I knew was going to be there. And I thought it was quite cute. And we always got along over the years and whatnot. So I thought, all right, let's just drop him a tactical message, you know, leading up to it. I was like, are you going to the gig? Uh, A little bit flirty, like, meet you there. So I think it's my birthday weekend, so I'm going to be making sure I have a good time. Nice. Yeah, so I laid some groundwork. So I really thought this through, you know. It's not like, oh, no, how did this happen? (laughs) I really, like, put some legwork into this. That is Um, some sensible pre-planning. Yeah, yeah. So my little sister um, agreed to come along as well. So she worked out to be quite a nice wing woman for me, if you see what I mean. So we get to the gig and, you know, I go around and say hello because I know quite a lot of people there. So I go around and I say hello and I make a beeline and say hello to Jim. 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 Right. Is that the ex-husband? No, Jim. Jim's the dude I decided to message as my pre-workup. Jim's who we've got our eye on. Yeah. 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 So I thought, right, okay. So I'm like circled round, said hello. He actually bought me a drink when he saw me. So I obviously took that drink and uh, 
the gig went on as it did. And as it was like wrapping up towards the end, we decided to move on to the bar part. So they had their function room and then the, the, the pub. So we went into the pub and my sister came with me and Jim was there with another one of his friends. And so the four of us, my sister and Jim and the other guy, started doing Sambuca shots because we thought this was the way awesome. forward. Yes. So we're, we're slamming these shots down. Lots of flirting and whatnot going mm-hmm. on. And it gets to closing time and we were getting kicked out. And my mum happens to be babysitting for the boss. So she's back right. at his house looking after his kids. Bloody hell, so, everyone knows everyone, don't yeah, they? I love it. So, it's so intertwined. Know, it's like Coronation Street or something. It kind of is, but we just <laughs> don't conveniently all live yeah, on one street. street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we all love hop it. in a taxi together. So me, my sister, the boss, his wife and Jim. So we all get back in a taxi back to their house where my mum is babysitting and waiting for us to come back. My sister, like, it's not a... As seasoned, let's use the word seasoned drinker as I am. So she right. has a nice little tactical vom in the taxi. <laughs> the oh, in the taxi? Yeah, we managed to cover it up. Oh, the dear. The taxi driver hasn't got a clue. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, oh, I, I, at one point in my drunkenness, goes, what's that, what's that fucking smell? And like, someone else is going, shh. <laughs> so How does one have a completely silent vom? She's like, <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it comes up, that, that comes up quite often when we're all sitting around having some drinks. Do you remember your tactical bomb? Yeah. yeah, excellent. So, so anyway, so we get back to the boss's house, and uh, like Jim's come back as well. So Jim, you know, must can't because men can be a bit oblivious sometimes, but he's clearly not oblivious to what's going on here. Even though yeah. he's very, very good friends with my ex-husband, yeah. and at this he's point, he's meeting your mum. He's meeting oh, your yeah. mum right now. Right. Like, yeah, but at this point, Jim wasn't living anywhere near the boss and his wife was he no so it wasn't a convenience to come back in the taxi with them all so the only reason it seems that he's coming in the taxi is to continue to hang out with you mary absolutely obviously wouldn't you (laughs) (laughs) like i don't even know where all this courage come from i must have just been that hacked off that I had to go to yet another event mm-hmm. that I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna make this work for me for a change <laughs> also when you when your husband's in a band it's like oh I've got to go because husband's in a band surely one of the benefits of being broken up is like, I never have to see that guy's fucking band again. exactly and yet you're still having to go so um, annoying yeah Exactly. And, <laughs> and watch his new bit of stuff up there. Yeah. I mean, who, Excellent. by the way, was not, no one would call her a bit of stuff. So that's <laughs> even more heartbreaking. <laughs> when you're like, that's what he chose? <laughs> well, I don't know what's better or worse. Like, do you want it to be some, like, 15 year old blonde? Like, probably not. Oh, that's a really well, I don't good know. question. Yeah, is it better if they've left you for a supermodel or is it better if they've left you for a pile of potatoes? Like, I think, it, well, I mean, he didn't leave. No, he didn't you were breaking for it, but like that was the that was the, the person after yeah. Mary. Yeah, I think I would want them to go down. I don't think they'd if if they left me for someone shittier, I would feel really bad. Yeah. But if after me it was someone shittier, I would feel very good about that. Yeah, I'd be like, oh. So you didn't get an upgrade, did you? You fat piece of shit. Just in case any other is listening to this, I'm not bitter. I'm not <laughs> 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 Also, these are my opinions and my opinions alone. 
Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm completely putting words in your mouth. Yeah. Sorry. So I'm actually feeling quite hot now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a shame sweat. It's a shame sweat. Welcome. Del Casafroida with a side helping of shame sweat. Dear me. Anytime. We haven't even got to the bad. No, we've not. Sorry. I've completely, completely interrupted you. You've gone back to the boss's house and your mum's there babysitting. So you're with Jim. So, so like things get a little bit hazy here because we've done quite a lot of alcohol, but somehow I managed to convince. I don't even know if I had to convince him, but somehow Jim and I end up in the boss's garage, which is half half of it's a garage and half of it's his office, so his home office. <laughs> so we're in there, and like things escalate quite quickly. You know, I don't know if the boss. <laughs> Wanted to sit on his office chair ever again, but, you know. <laughs> but Excellent. the story as I know it is my mum's inside saying, for fuck's sake, I want to go home. And she <laughs> said to the boss, can you go out and get her? No. To which the boss has come out and knocked on the door and gone, there's a heater in there if you're cold. <laughs> and just left us to get on with it. So, um, so eventually we come out. Or get in a taxi and go home. But um, then the poor boss the next day has to field questions from the ex-husband. Right. What was going on between Mary and Jim last night? Oh, I like Excellent. Mary and Jim. Mary and Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Mary and Jim. It's Rosie and Jim. It sounds a bit Mary and Jim. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it, so it ended up that the, uh, the ex never talked to me about it, even though I had to see him on numerous occasions uh-huh. since then. But yeah. he did question Jim about it. What are you doing kind of thing. But Jim, very, very proud of Jim, said, you ain't with her, mate. Ain't nothing to do with you. Yes, Jim. Go, yeah, yeah. Go, Jim. quite right. Mary's <sighs> just used the house that isn't hers as her uh, her hookup space for a while. <laughs> but in her defence, she has an incredibly full house. Yes, I do. Absolutely no privacy for a while in her home. Yeah. So Jim, Jim is still friends with the boss yeah. and the ex-husband. So they still happen to be at events when they hold yeah. them. We have a very cordial relationship. Really, I girls. think you guys got in really well. And yeah. his new girlfriend is actually amazing she is lovely which is kind of annoying no she's really lovely and then i never wanted anything to go any further with jim than that kind of bit of revenge i'm gonna shag your mate kind of thing yeah 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 Yeah. and then she did it again with another one (laughs) yes i kind of got three revenges in on the ex i'm not gonna lie three yeah he, Excellent. He, he knows about one, maybe two of them, but one. No, one, and it can never be spoken. Yeah, of. it's not a story I can share on no, here. Cause as it, much as I'd love it to, because that one honestly is my favourite. Maybe we'll tell you. We'll tell you privately. Off record. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of my favourites. But let's just say, Amazing. after being with him for seven years, and our marriage ended quite abruptly. Oh, yeah. I was pretty bit a lady for a little while, so I had to get <laughs> yeah. my rage out, didn't I? What amazing about this um and i don't think you know you're going to disagree with me here is it was absolute evidence that little time in your life was complete evidence that it's all in the confidence because correct me if i'm wrong you were going through your nesta stage during some of this i was I and was. you were still getting dick plenty. i was sorry I was what is what is a nesta stage i, I, oh, was, she I, got, like nesta. I got very large 
and had I decided Nessa to have our bob. Oh, the black bob. Yeah. But again, Nessa is a sexy lady yeah. she's, she's very, got the yeah, confidence. She's very yeah. Pure evidence of the confidence is more important than the looks. Absolutely. Because you did very well. In that that, that night, I was just determined that I was going out and I was going to shag him and that was it. Yeah, you and I, I don't think you were wrong to do it. I'd have done it. <laughs> so that that was the saga of, of Jim. And I think what's safe to be said is that no one's really let you live it down. No, I hear about it frequently. Yeah. And the thing with the boss as well is before... Whilst they still had the garage slash office, he is the type of boss that just likes to hold all of his meetings at home. Yeah. Right. So there would be hours, days, weeks spent in that little confined space after... With your musk. (laughs) (laughs) Inhaling it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Just reliving it. Didn't he say to you, I couldn't actually really remember any of it? I I can really remember that. Obviously, it's an office chair, so your standard like FX3 office chair <laughs> with the arms on it. So he was sitting down, and I was obviously trying to strike. This him. is it. Is I, I'm not gonna lie. I have been trying to paint a mental picture of this, yeah. and like it's the arms because the one I'm sat on doesn't have any. But if there's arms, how do you do? You put your legs all the way around the arms. Do you try to sit <laughs> on the arms. Perch well, on the arms like a little bird. Move did he it was, he moved me, but we were both very, very drunk. So there's a lot of stumbling. Why did you just do it on the a chest? Lot of, a lot of laughing. No, I don't think it would have held us. <laughs> Oh. I'm not saying you both had to go on it, but you could have like scooted. Oh, we were drunk. We oh, just yeah. got on the chair and went. There was no logic, there. was there? There was no logic. It's probably <laughs> given given that we were both in our thirties. Yeah. Possibly one of the worst sexual experiences <laughs> I had. But I love it. Is. I love yeah. it for what it stood for. Yeah, of course. So, so good. I'm just picking up some context clues. You said you then slept with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> But did you also do that in your boss's house? Yeah, on his sofa in the lounge. Is, yeah, do you and your boss just have a, a? Do you have like an agreement that you're right, so you're allowed? Listen, this on this oh, <laughs> so on this occasion, this was, is a friend, more of a friend of the boss's, but still a friend of the ex-husband's as well. Um, but um, the boss's wife hates this other guy's ex of a half, and. Uh, and she, we'd been to a Christmas do, and my sister had picked Classic. us all up, and then she dropped us all off there, because they'd be flirting and all oh, that. No, I think there's weird things going on the coach on the way home, all sorts yeah. of not good stuff. And uh, I did not support this one. No, she that. didn't support this I supported this one. what it stood for, but I did not support the choice, because he was not, not worth it. Yeah, no. Okay. But um, I popped up, and woke up the boss's wife, and I said, I'm back here with Seamus. And... Um, <laughs> And it looks like it might go where somewhere. What should I do? She was like, go for it. I was like, it'll be on your sofa. She was like, do it. <laughs> do you know what? I admire that because I have had people have sneaky goings on in the house where I live. And I'm always annoyed that like, you didn't fucking ask though, did yeah. you? Didn't fucking ask. And what annoyed me most of all, I remember two people getting jiggy with it after a barbecue we had. And I had a, like a toy Henry Hoover on the windowsill <laughs> over there. And the and like they they they'd been really cuddly the night before, and I was to my partner like, do you reckon they did? Oh, I'm not sure. And then I came in and I saw that the Henry had been turned around, <laughs> and I was like, so so that Henry couldn't fucking see the filth that was going on, and I'm like, they definitely shagged. Is, is it not right 
better shagging people's houses then if you've gone there as a guest? Is that what you two are trying to tell me? I don't know because I. It really depends on the person. Oh, if you're a couple, then I think there's an expectation that you'll be having a bit of the rumps. Oh no, I would say the absolute opposite. Oh, if you're if you're a couple. You can shag all the time. And probably if you're a couple, let's be honest, the spark's gone. So <laughs> but there's more you're not having sex that often. House. Yeah, surely it heightens the anticipation. And the no, danger. you could. If you're a couple, you see each other every day. You can keep it in your pants for one night while you're staying in somebody else's home. If you're like in a situation where there's a spark and it's like spur of the moment and all oh, this has to happen. I feel like that's more forgivable <laughs> than a fucking couple who've been together like five years. It's like... Do me a favour. You probably pop each other's spots. Oh, oh no. Why are you making... I mean, at the end of the day, neither are particularly <laughs> bad. Look at her backpedalling so hard. Awesome. At the end I of don't the day, wanna... people can do what they want to do. Get their rocks <laughs> off. However they want to get their rocks off. Back if they come to your house and they've had like a good uh, belly full of beer, they're going to be getting it on. Really? Yes. Well, they do it there It's well. not at home. It's someone else's house. It's a little but bit naughty. Because, oh, like in Charlotte's God. situation, her and her partner live alone. Yeah, okay. So they have complete privacy. Yeah. So, whereas, like, you with your boyfriend, live in a house when you go away, that's like you're on your own. Holy mm. shit, let, like, stick it in me straight away. Like, you know, you literally <laughs> like, shut the door. You're like, put it in! Because it's like the first time in a long time you've been on your own. Yeah, true. That's I true. think I've is, just, yeah. I've just never felt Randy in somebody else's. So I, I do. I think the danger. Even though danger. I'm alone, if I'm in my, if I'm in someone else's house, I'm like, oh, cheeky bit. But you got pre permission. It's different. Yeah. That that's what I love. I love that you went upstairs and went. I'm just gonna hop on a bloke on your sofa. Is that all right? She's like, "Yeah, mate, go for it." <laughs> she actually got up and made us breakfast in the morning. I remember you telling me that at the time. That is a good friend. That, that is, is amazing. She was a really good friend. See ya. She's not dead. No. No, sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> she, went, she was a really good friend. Now she's there tomorrow night. A beloved mother, know. sister, and friend. <laughs> She's been alive. We just don't like her anymore. Yeah, but maybe I'm using parsnips because you don't need to use her house anymore to, no. to shag your ex-husband's friends. No, I don't. I'm, you've I, moved I, I, have on. I love that. Yeah, you've that. moved on yeah. from that. That would be an excellent film. Is like, oh, a couple have just broken up, and the woman just gets his phone book and just periodically makes her way through. <laughs> Well, not that that, not, not that that is what you did, but that would be a great mission, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to hit up every single person here, including his dad. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, you still have a really good relationship with his dad. I do, yeah. So there could be a chance. <laughs> Things that just work be... out with you and the fella, you know. <laughs> Off you pop to the dads. That would just be a great thing to say in an argument. Like, yeah? Well, I fucked your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to any arguments if you said that you've shagged him. <laughs> They'd just be like, oh, God, no. Really? Oh, oh. He's no Christian Grey. He's absolutely no Christian Grey. <laughs> Christian oh Grey hair. Yeah. yeah. 
what, what there is of it. <laughs> yeah. Christian Grey ear hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. That's the first thing I thought about when you said, like, even his dad, I was like, oh, he's got a lot of ear hair. <laughs> he does have a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, he's so good. So, Sheldon, what do you bring us this week? Oh, don't ask me to bring you a story. I've got nothing in that region. Well, I mean, I just admit to wishing some random as Nan did. <laughs> Mary fucked all of her ex-husband's mates. <laughs> Got to bring something to the party. All right. I could, I mean, I could tell you about the absolute fuck fest of my taking my mum to the fucking Wickham Festival last week. Oh my God, please do, because your Instagram stories were giving me life. Saturday was such an ordeal. <laughs> so my mum wanted to go to Wickham Festival. Wickham Festival is sort of a, it's sort of folky, but then sometimes it's not. It's just sort of like old people's rock. So like the headliner <laughs> on Saturday was Van Morrison. Okay. Like who does Brown Eyed Girl and that's yeah, the only yeah. song... That's the only song I could tell you about. I did still, he do I, 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 dance as well? Yes, he did. Uh, but do you know what? I still saw him on Saturday. I couldn't fucking pick him out of a lineup today. Like, <laughs> so we, sweet baby Jesus, we arrived. Um, but it's something my mum wanted to do. And I took her a couple of years ago. Um, and it was nice. She really struggles with her mobility issues. She's just like a walker. So this last year we went, it was 2019, um, it was a ball lake because there was a lot of walking from where we parked to where everything was and my mum did not do that well at all. But, you know what, it was an okay day. I found that, you know, the thing is about festivals is they're so fucking uncomfortable but what geez you along normally is that you're seeing someone who you like. Or you're pissed. Or you're pissed. I was not pissed because I was driving and I, none of these, none of the acts, I really knew who they were. <laughs> so that year, I, I can't say I had a whale of a time, but it was still a nice day out with my mum and it was fine. This year, I mean, the weather has been awful. Um, but I, although I live sort of in the countryside, I don't live like on a farm. So I didn't know what to expect, really. So we drove up on Saturday morning uh, and there was a lady in a, uh, like a high vis. And I was like, hey, can you direct us to the disabled parking and she just went we're full the disabled parking is full shrug and I was like I didn't know the disabled parking could get full yeah it's a field like what (laughs) and so and and then she said and she didn't really answer my question she just went so what's the deal and we were like oh uh, my mum uses a walker and she went the field is really bad. It's really bad. She's like, my son uses one and I would not let him come in. It's really bad. And I sort of went quiet because, you know, it's my mum's day. She's bought the tickets. So if someone's going to be like, let's turn around and go home, it needs to be her. She says nothing because she's looking forward to it. So I'm like, okay, well, we're not just going to leave. So what? She's like, okay, well, you can park in the main car park. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave my mum here because she's not going to walk from the main car park because it's fucking ages. So I drop my mum off. I queue up for the main car park. I get in there and they are towing cars with tractors to the parking spaces. I cannot, this day, I cannot explain to you how muddy it was. It was like otherworldly. It was like being in a bog. So, so this, I mean, be fair to the staff. They must have been having a fucking horrible day. And this bloke just barks at me. He's like, get your tail hoop out. And I'm like, 
what is that? And she, he goes, get your tail hoop out. I need your tail hoop. And I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And um, and in the end, he's like, it's the thing you put on the front of your car so you can get towed. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, your tow hoop, sorry. Not your tail hoop. And um, and he's like, it'll be in the back with your spare tyre. So I lift up my thing. There's any number of weird bits of metal here. And I'm like, I do not know. I've never had to have my car towed because I've never no. crashed my car. So I don't know which it is. In the end, he re- just keeps ignoring me. In the end, an, an old lady gets out of another car and helps me and points out what it is. Oh, like, wow. oh, our scale, scales have to get, stick together. <laughs> um, and um, I give it to the guy. He attaches me to this. Oh, my God. It was horrible. Like, he attaches me to this, this tractor. And he's like, right. Don't really do anything. Put it in neutral. Take the handbrake off. And I'm like, excellent. I will do nothing. Put it in neutral. Take the handbrake off. He does that. And the fucking car. If you imagine like a jet ski. Like the tractor's <laughs> driving. And the car's going. To the left. To the right. Like, and the mud is like going. Underneath. And the bloke driving the tractor turns around. Puts his head in his hands. Like I'm the stupidest person he's ever known. And goes. Why aren't you steering? Why aren't you steering? And I'm like, no one told me I had to steer. And he's and he looked just looked at me like I was an absolute fucking simpleton. So I start sort of steering. Um, but I'm sort of steering to correct the skid. So I'm not really steering. It's just an absolute mess. He's looking back at me like, oh, like putting his head in his hands, like, oh my god, this woman is the stupidest person I've ever met. So he finally puts me in a space rolling his eyes at me, uh, and I trudge into the field uh, to find my mum. What shoes were you wearing? Uh, I was prepared, to be honest. Uh, Chef bought me some proper walking boots for my birthday. Nice. Coming really handy. Because so I do a lot of work in like forests and stuff, and it's quite often muddy, and I was just ruining all my shoes. So he's bought me some proper, nice boots. I was ready. So, although my boots were covered in mud, my feet were toasty and lovely all day. Can't <laughs> recommend them enough. Um... Country living, and uh, so I find my mum, and she's we, we're going so long. It felt like a, at least a mile. It probably wasn't, but to get from where we were through the place where you connect your tickets, and then just beeline for the main tent, which is where most of the stuff is that she wants to see, and it's just mud. It's mud at minimum, like five inches deep. Some places much much worse. And she's rolling and the mud is getting caked around the wheels and it's not really going anywhere. So obviously she's getting hot and bothered, but very persistent. And then, but then staff and other people are coming up to me. They're looking at my mum and going, are you all right? And then giving me a look like as if I'm making her do this. I'm some sort of horrible, abusive carer. And I'm just like, give a shit. I don't want to fucking be here. I'm like, she She says she could do it by herself. There's nothing I can do short of carrying her, which I cannot do, or like get her to sit on her ass and drag her by her arms. Like, the the alternative to this is going home. She wants to do this, so here we are. Um, And so we shuffle slowly all the way to the main tent. And uh, once you get there, there is like a little viewing platform where disabled people can sit so they can at least see. So I was like, Stella. So we got a set. I'm like, brilliant. We're here. We don't need to move for the next seven hours. We're just here. It's fine. And mum does go, oh, it's a shame that I can't mooch around and look at the stalls. And I was like, mother, we're here now. This is your new home. Get familiar with it. 
I will bring Baby you Jesus. a bucket shortly for you to visit. Don't. That is it. Because I went to the toilet. Um, it turned out later that there were more toilets, which is a relief. Um, but I, at the time, I thought the only toilets and. I swear you not. Not not only did they... I mean, obviously, it's a festival toilet. It fucking stinks. But also, the mud is halfway up to my knee. It's fucking horrible. And I'm like... Forgetting the fact that it's gross. My mum literally cannot traverse this. Yeah. What what are we going to do if she needs to piss? And in the end, it turned out that there was some arrangement that the disabled people could use the VIP toilets. Not that anybody told us, us this. I was thinking my mum is just going to have to piss herself, <laughs> which is what she told me she would do. <laughs> <laughs> She's waiting for Van Morrison. She ain't missing a minute of it. Yeah, we went through the day. It was fine. But, you know, when you have got a very small tank of, like, mental health that you can use... And mine was already depleted because I was really fucking tired and I hurt my leg and I just wasn't in, into it. And so I used all of that, which I was planning to stagger throughout the day <laughs> to deal with the boring music. But I used it all in the first five seconds because I was being attached to a tractor and screamed at by 12,000 men. Um, uh, which is not as exciting as it sounds. Um, and uh, so my tank was empty by like 12 o'clock and I'm like, brilliant, we're here till 11 p.m. And it was fine. I was just very tired. And do you know what? The last band was Deacon Blue, who I have oh. never, I couldn't have told you who they were, but they did that song that goes, ooh, 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 ooh. it was on loads of adverts. No, you're going to have to give me more. I'll give you a link when this is all over, to be honest. They're Scottish and they were popular in like the 90s. Anyway, they were the last band of the night and they were really good. So thank God that jeeped me along. And then, um, because at the start of the day, there were sort of folky bands. There was like a lady with a harp. It was like, she was like, you know, from Irish. That sort of folk singer, like, and so I was like, not about that. And then they did have like a, a bloke with a fiddle, like, diddle and an Irish jig, and a do and the horse in Yarmouth, that sort of person. And then, um, you know what this reminds me of? Like, a number of years back where I went to see Peter Andre. Uh, but Amazing. Like, but like somewhere in Billericay in a field. Yes, oh. I went to see Will Young in Billericay in a in field. A field. Right. But the warm-up act was some really old folky people playing fiddles and things. And it was <laughs> to extent people were literally throwing their food at them. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> that's literally what it made me think of. We had Sophie Ellis Baxter as the one from Will Young. Oh, I like Sophie Ellis Baxter. It's great. That's it. Don't bring a fiddle to a food fight. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's not. You can't come to Essex and expect people to be cool with that. It's not right. No. No. There's no room for your fiddles here, you mateys. Anyway, at the end of the night. You know when the band finish and I'm like, I really hope they're finished, but they're probably not finished. And they're like, do you want to hear another one? And everyone's like, yeah! And I'm like, no, I'm the youngest person here by about 30 years and I want to go home. Like, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm tired. And I'm just like shaking with anxiety the whole day thinking, that walk we just did, we've got to do all that again to go home. In the dark. In the dark. And so my mum... And it rained during the day. It had, but just the once, actually. So it was a bit mushier, but I think that was more because thousands of people had been walking on yeah, it. Yeah, like traffic. And there'd, there'd been three days of the the festival up until this point as well, so it was just mulch. Um, it's also on a hill, so you're always sort of slightly falling. There seemed to be a much nearer artist's entrance. 
So I went around, I speak to one bloke who was very kind and I said, could we use their artist entrance? My mum's disabled. And he went, no. Um, But then meanwhile, (laughs) meanwhile, my mum has found a different person who uh, has witnessed her like quite tearful and upset and they have said yes. So I leave my mum with this strange man. Night of her dreams. Probably was. He took her through the much shorter, all it was, I needed to get her to the road. Yeah. Then I can pick her up. So that's all it is. Um, so she goes to this much quicker route. I am able to hoof it very quickly back to the car. Uh, I don't need to be towed out, thankfully. But my the, the whole south half of my car is just completely covered in mud. And I'm just aquaplaning all over the place. The, or the, like, uh, the special, what's it called? The power steering. Um, power steering is just not working. I was like, good, my car's right off, my car's right off, this day's great. And then, <laughs> and then I drive up to the artist's entrance and this scary bald man, probably the same one as earlier, was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm picking up my mum. <laughs> and he goes, oh, it's fucking awful timing. There's a massive lorry just leaving. Come in then. And I leave. And this enormous lorry is just about to leave full of Van Morrison and all his friends or something. Oh, and, um, and I just pile my mum in and take her home and then I'm still not over it I'm not over it I was just at the end of it all did you have a nice day (laughs) 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 is that's all that matters no did you have a nice time I can't if it brought joy to my mum then I'm happy no but I I can't put my I can't put my hand in my heart. I said that last time. Shardon's had her head in her hands throughout of most of this while she's been talking. So to sum it up, she had a fantastic day. You'll be going next year, wouldn't you, babes? I don't want to be... Do you know what? My mum did say something along the lines of, oh, well, we know for next year. And I was like, (laughs) mate, (laughs) I'm not coming back here. I have composed an extremely shitty email to Wiccan Festival. Uh, not about the rain, it? obviously that's not their fault, but like uh, about um, accessibility. Accessibility. I haven't sent it yet. I feel like it's too mean. Maybe I just need to send it. Um, well, but take like... a day on it. What? Read it again tomorrow, and if you still yeah. buy all the statements, then send it. Because then it would have been what four days, five days since. Yeah. You yeah. should have. I, I mean, you should have. Clearly, your behaviour today has indicated you're over it. And I'm sorry. Sorry to put them on blast because I should have just been like an unnamed festival in Hampshire. Oh, but yeah. no, like, they're not listening. It, they might be. <laughs> well, if Madonna's listening, then maybe they're listening. That is true. That is true. Fucking Van Morrison. Everyone, all these sixty-year-olds just losing their minds. And I'm like, Screaming the average. The average age of people here at this festival is 60, so it's worth investing in some, like, accessible walkways. <laughs> and, like, when somebody asks... It is! Brilliant. <laughs> it is in my fucking email. Um, oh, God. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening to this week's Misery Loves Company. If you've got a similar tragic story, we would love to hear from you. You could... Uh, uh, email it in and we'll read it out or you could be a guest on the show if uh, if you're feeling confident uh, or you like could just Mary. wait to, like or you Mary. could just wait until one of us bullies you into it <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor old Mary who's been an absolute star she is chained um, to this sofa well you can't see <laughs> 
I've cut off her feet, yeah. Yeah, she's not allowed um, to leave until she gets the content. <laughs> uh, everything's anonymous, uh, so get on board. And if you want to be involved, get in touch at miserypodcast.gmail.com. Our intro music is Zombie Funk by Steve Poloni. And if you perverts want to follow us, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Misery Loves Cast. We've been Chardon and Freuder. Join again in a fortnight. You bring the company and we'll bring the misery. I was completely off book then. Didn't read a word. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I was also fucking lying. <laughs> <laughs>